Hello everyone. Today we are going to talk about adjectives. Well, we already talked about adjectives before, but this time we are going to talk more about the superlative and comparative adjectival forms. If you like my podcast, please become a patron at patreon.com slash coj stuff. Or you can make a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash coj stuff. I'd appreciate all the help I can get so I can make more contents for you. I don't really earn anything from making this podcast, so all the donations, all the the support that I can get is highly appreciated. Thank you. Alright, welcome back everyone. It's been a long time since I uploaded the last audio file for my podcast. One of the reason is that I actually was kind of busy. My dad was sent to the emergency room because of high blood pressure and non-stop nose bleeding. And aside from that, I started working as well in this new project I'm doing right now as a freelancer. So yeah, my schedule is a bit hectic. But nonetheless, I'm still going to try to upload every now and then. I'm going to do my best to up- to upload at least once a month. I can't promise anything, but I will do my best, okay? So, uh, this time we are going to talk about the superlative and comparative form of adjectival sentences. So, it's actually kind of easy. If you know Spanish you'll find this a lot easier to learn the comparative form of the Cebuano adjectives. Why? Because we are going to follow the comparative form of the Spanish language. Because we don't really have the comparative form in the native Cebuano form. So that's why we have to follow what has been adapted all throughout the years. Okay, so this is going to be a little easy. All right, so let's get on with it. For our comparative adjective, the only thing that we need to add in our adjective is the word mas. M-A-S, mas. Yes, so it's the same in Spanish language. In Spanish, you can use the word mas next to another word, especially adjective, to turn it into a comparative form. Mas can be translated as more in English. For example, mas rapidos in Spanish would mean a little faster or much faster. I can't think of any other Spanish adjectives right now, but yes, um, that's how they say it. They add mas to the word that they want to describe as more in order for it to become a comparative form. So the same thing in Cebuano, 
you just need to add the word mas next to an adjective in order for it to become an, a comparative form. For example, the word guapo or kugihan. Let's use the word kugihan because we already we've been using guapo, the word guapo all this time. So let's try the word kugihan. So the word is kugihan. The adjective that we're going to use as an example is Kugihan. That's K-U-G-I-H-A-N. Kugihan. Kugihan means like hardworking or someone who works a lot or like really put a lot of effort to do something. That's that's what it means to say kugihan. So our sentence would be mas kugihan si John. Again, I'm going to make myself an example because I can't think of any names right now. But yes, mas kugihan si John. So mas is more, kugihan is hardworking. So mas kugihan is what? More hardworking, right? And then John is the topic of the sentence or the subject of the sentence. So mas kugihan si John. John is more hard working. So that's one example. But if you want to compare one thing to another, you need to connect the comparative nouns using the word kaisa. Okay, so earlier we just turned the adjective into a comparative form. So the adjectival form for that sentence is kugihan si John, right? So John is hardworking, but if you want to turn it into a comparative form, you can turn it into mas kugihan si John. So you just add mas to the kugihan to the adjective. Now this time we are going to compare John to other people. Okay? So you need to connect the comparative nouns using the word kaisa. Kaisa. That's spelled K-A-Y-S-A. Kaisa. Kaisa is should follow the um the the subject of the sentence. So you have mas followed by the adjective and then the comparative noun or or the or the uh, what do you call this or the subject. Again, let me try that again. So you have mas followed by the adjective, followed by the subject, and then the comparative noun. So the person that you are comparing the subject to. For example, mas kugihan si John kaisa ni dudong. Or kaisa kai dudong. Right? So mas kugihan more hardworking, see John, so John is more hardworking, kaisa, than ni dudong, kai dudong. So we we have to use the object form here because um, this dodong is not the subject of the sentence, so we have to use the object marker for that noun. Again, maskugihan means more hardworking, and then si John is the topic, so that's why we use a topic marker there for John. And then ni or kai, you can use either ni or kai as an object marker for dodong, because dodong is the object by which the John is being compared to. So that's why we have to use a marker there that dodong is the object. 
of the sentence. It's just another object of the sentence compared to the subject John. Got it? Always remember, when you are comparing two proper nouns, one noun should be the subject or the topic and the other is the object noun. Make sure to use proper topic or subject and object markers, especially when you are dealing with nouns. These are very, this is very important to remember when you are making Cebuano sentence. Those markers will tell you which, uh, which part of the sentence that word is related to. It tells you what is the relationship of each word in that sentence to other words. And that's why we use markers. If you know Japanese, you very well understand what I'm talking about. In English, there is a word order that you have to follow to understand the relationship of the of the words within the sentence. But in Cebuano, we follow the same logic as Japanese language. We use markers to tell you which of these words are related to the other part of the sentence or other words in the sentence. I think I've mentioned that before. So that's why you need to remember that. Markers, these particles are very important in Cebuano language and we'll deal with that. I'm going to expound more about, about particles next time, but this time we're just going to focus on the structure first, okay? So we're going to focus more on the adjectival structure first. Now, I'm going to emphasize again, subject markers for proper noun is C, right? C followed by a proper noun. And it's not just any proper noun, it has to be a person. When you have the, the subject marker C, you're always referring to a person's name. And then the object marker for proper noun is either ni or kai. You can also use kai depending on the type of sentence you make, but in this case, both are interchangeable. So most of the time, particles ni and kai are interchangeable. But there are certain circumstances where you can only use one of them. You can either use one or ni or kai. Sometimes there are circumstances where you have to choose between the two depending on the type of sentence, but most of the time, you're good. Most of the time, you can use either of the two. I'll leave that info to my next lessons or to my lessons in Skype. Anyway, kaisa, by the way, is an adverb. It's different from the word, the particle kai. This one is kaisa, remember? Kaisa. Kaisa is an adverb equivalent to instead or than in English. And it's mostly used in comparative sentence. So basically, the phrase kaisa followed by the noun phrase is an adverbial phrase used to modify the adjectival phrase, which in this case is kugihan. So you are you are modifying mas kugihan um, in order in in describing the subject or the topic of the sentence. Got it? So in this case, kaisa ni dudong is used to modify or enhance phrase mas kugihan and the clause mas kugihan kaisa ni 
or Kai Dudong is describing the subject si John as, as a modified adjectival phrase. Okay. I keep on repeating things because I'm reading at the same time, you know. <laughs> I'm reading my script. I wrote this script to make things in order, but sometimes I keep on adding things up and it gets mixed up. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, I'll give you another example, okay? This time we'll use proper nouns for inanimate objects. So we're not going to use people's name anymore. We're not going to talk about people anymore. But instead, we're going to talk about things with proper nouns. Okay? Remember that particle changes depending on whether you're using people's name or an object's proper name. Okay? So the, uh, the adjective is nindot. So that's our adjective that we're going to use. That is the adjective that we're going to use. Nindot. That's N-I-N-D-O-T. Nindot. Okay. Then the subject is Dabao. Dabao. So Davao as in Davao City, where I live, Davao. In Bisaya, we don't say Davao because we don't have the V sound. So instead, we use the B sound. So Dabao. Dabao. And the comparative adjective noun that we're going to use is Manila. Manila. We don't say Manila in Binisaya because Manila is, you're using, um, what do you call this? The English consonants there. The English consonant sound. Or the English vowel sound, sorry. The, you're using the English vowel sound there, Manila. Something we don't say. So instead, we're, I'm, we pronounce it Manila. Manila. So there's a glottal catch at the end. Manila. So that's the comparative noun that we're going to compare Davao with. Now, I'll, I'll give you time to think, okay? You already have the structure. Remember, we have the the first thing you need to use or you need to... Um, the first the first words that come... Uh, the, the first words that you need to use in making an adjectival sentence is the adjective followed by the subject. And if you're going to use it in a comparative form, again, the um, adjective followed by the subject, followed by the comparative noun, okay? I'm going to give you a little time to, time to think. You can, you know, get pen and paper. But I'm going to repeat again. The adjective that we're going to use is nindot. The subject is dabao. And the comparative object noun is manila. 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 So that's nindot, dabao, and manila. So how about it? Use these words to create a comparative adjectival sentence. I'll give you a few seconds to think. All right, are you ready? Then start. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right, let's see if you got it right. Okay, so the adjective is nindot, which means beautiful. Nindot means beautiful, fascinating, amazing, right? There's, there's a lot of meaning to it, but it basically means beautiful. Note that it's only applicable to things. You cannot describe a person as nindot. No, it only works for non-living things, okay?
like the view, the book, the movie, those are, you can describe those as nindot. But a person, you use a different adjective, okay? Depends on the type of person. Whether it's a girl or a, a boy, you know, because because some of our adjectives are very gendered, so you have to watch out as well. And the subject is, again, so never use nindot for people. So the adjective that we're going to use is nindot, and the subject is dabao, which is Davao City, where I'm from, again. So basically, you are describing dabao as nindot. Okay? So the adjectival sentence is nindot. What's next? Nindot. Since Davao is a thing, not a person, so the topic marker for things is ang. Right. So the topic marker for things is ang. Remember? Right. So the sentence should be, the adjectival sentence should be, Nindot ang dabao. Nindot ang dabao. So that's your adjectival sentence. So you're describing dabao as nice place or a, a beautiful place. Nindot ang dabao. So dabao is beautiful. Now, to compare it to Manila, is to remember the structure earlier? To compare it to Manila, first you need to turn the adjective into comparative form. How do we do that again? Just add the word mas. So it becomes, from nindot, it becomes mas nindot. Okay? Followed by the topic of the sentence, which is ang dabao. So mas nindot ang dabao. So dabao is more beautiful. Okay? Now, how do we compare it to Manila? How do we compare the subject dabao or the topic dabao to Manila. So again, we need to add kaisa, the adverbial kaisa, right? Followed by the indirect object marker, sa, and then the noun itself, okay? Oh, right, I forgot. I haven't taught you this one yet, my bad. Well, there is, well, uh, there is one thing you need to remember. If it's not a person, if, you're, if it's not a, a proper noun for people, then you need to use the, the uh, object marker sa instead. Instead of me or kai, because those are only used for people, we need to use the particle sa instead, okay? Well, there you go. If the object marker for people's proper noun is ni ika or ni and kai, the object marker for specific non-living things is particle sa. Okay, I'm going to repeat it again because I know it sounds annoying, but something that you need to remember. It's it's really important that you remember them because it's weird that you're if you're going to use the particle marker for people instead of things when the 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 noun that you're going to use is is not a person. Do you understand what I'm, I'm saying? So it would mean, if you're going to use ni or kai, it would mean that the noun that you're using is a person or a, a person's name. So that's why you need to watch out for the particle because they're very important. They're very specific to 
how you can only use them. So, from the adjectival nindot ang dabaw, it becomes mas nindot ang dabaw kaysa sa Manila. Mas nindot ang dabaw kaysa sa Manila. Alright? Did you get it? Did you get it right? No? That's alright. I forgot to, to teach you the difference between prop the proper nouns for people and things. So, it's alright if you miss the particle sa, but the rest, I think you got it right. Okay, so... I'll give you three more to practice, okay? I'll give you three more examples to practice. I want you to get a pen and paper and list down the words you will use in making sentences, okay? If you're driving and you're just listening, that's fine. You can just, you know, think of it. Think of how to make the sentence. But if you are just listening, sitting wherever you're sitting and, you know, trying to absorb everything that I'm telling you, so try to get a get pen and paper and let's practice making the sentence, okay? Okay, so what you need to do is to turn each set of words into an adjectival sentence and then turn it into a comparative adjectival sentence, okay? So I'll give you th three words that you're going to use. One is an adjective, one is the subject, and the other one is the object, uh, the comparative object okay and then for each set of words you're going to make first an adjectival sentence turn it into an adjectival sentence and then once you fin finish that I need you to make a comparative adjectival sentence okay so just like what we did earlier so the words that we used earlier was um, nindot, and then the adjective is nindot, the topic is dabao, and then the comparative noun is manila, right? So the first thing we did is that we turned it into an adjectival sentence, which was nindot ang dabao, that's the adjectival sentence. You're describing dabao as nindot, so that's the adjectival sentence. And then we turn it into a comparative sentence, which is... Mas nindot ang dabaw kaysa sa Manila. This time we introduced the uh, the uh, comparative object noun, which is Manila. Got it? So that's what you need to do. Okay. Are you ready now? Or do you have your pen and paper? Alright. Here we go. So the first set of words are... The adjective is lingao, lingao. How do you spell that? S it's L I N G A W, lingao. L I N G A W. Lingao means enjoyable. It's very fun. It's enjoyable. And the subject or the topic of the sentence is fiesta. Fiesta. The English equivalent for fiesta is Fiesta. This, this sounds the same, but well, it's Spanish anyway, so we just borrowed it. Same in English, you just borrowed it from another language. So, fiesta or fiesta. Okay, how do you spell fiesta? That's P Y E S T A. Fiesta. That's the topic of the sentence. 
And then the object noun or the comparative noun is salida. Salida. Salida, S-A-L-I-D-A. -A, salida, which means, if you know Spanish, you would know what this means. Salida means a movie, a show, or a program. Salida. Something that you watch. Okay, salida. So again, the ad the first set of words are the adjective is lingao, the sub the subject or the topic is fiesta, followed by the object or the comparative noun, which is salida. Lingao, fiesta, salida. Okay. The next set of words are the adjective is anyag. 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 So how do you spell anyag? That's A-N-Y-A-G. Anyag. A-N-Y-A-G. Anyag. What does it mean to say anyag? Anyag means beautiful still. It means beautiful, but it only refers to women. So it's a gendered adjective. It only You can only use this to women. If you're going to describe a guy as anyag, that means that guy is gay. So <laughs> you need to watch out because you don't want to describe a straight guy as anyag because that person might get offended and punch you. So <laughs> watch out for that. Okay. So anyag means beautiful and it's only used for women. Got it? Right. So that's the adjective and then the subject is indai. Indai. So we're talking about Indai. Indai is a girl. That's a common name. It's a very common name in, in Cebuano or Binisaya. Indai. It literally means girl. Indai literally means girl, but it's also a name that we call people. Indai. So that's a, that's a proper noun for people. Indai. And the object noun or the comparative noun is Linda. 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 It's the same as Linda in English, but just different pronunciation because we're using the Cebuano pronunciations, not the, the Cebuano vowels. Okay, so again, the adjective is anyag. The subject is indai, spelled as I-N-D-A-Y, indai, that's the subject. And then the object is Linda, L-I-N-D-A, Linda. So that's the second set of words. The third set of words is, uh, or this third sets of, this third set of words are the adjective is lami lami. That's L A M I lami lami. Literally means delicious. Yes, it means delicious lami. Uh, yeah. So the topic now is bibinka. Bibinka. So how do you spell bibinka? B-E-B-E-N-G-K-A. B-E-B-E-N-G-K-A. Bibinka. What is bibinka? It's a kind of rice cake that is commonly sold along the streets. It's very common here in the Philippines. It's next to puto and whatever. So bibinka is something, it's baked rice cake, something like that. It's very fluffy. I don't know if you tried it, but I have. It's very good. 
and you know if you're if you're curious about it you can youtube it you can you can search for it on the internet and you'll find out how, how it looks like and you know probably get more information about it on the internet but that's the topic of the sentence bibinka bibinka okay now the object noun or the comparative noun is pandisal pandisal that's pan p a n de d e and then sal s a l pandisal originally um the word is spanish but because this is a filipino recipe it's kind of like filipinized so yeah so pandisal so it's supposedly it's pan de sal originally it's supposed to be like that but because it's Filipinized, because the recipe is um, originally in the Philippines, it's developed in the Philippines, so that's why we kind of made it up into a kind of word that is like original as well to Filipino, so that's why it, beca it became pandisal as one word instead of separate words. Anyway, right, so the last set, set of words are lami, which is the adjective. The topic is bibingka, followed by the object noun pandisal. Okay, again, I'm going to repeat the words. Lingao, the first set is lingao, piesta, and salida. The, third se uh, the second set of words are anyag, indai, and linda. And the third set of words, third set of words are lami, bibingka, and pandisal. Now, don't think too much about the meaning of the nouns. That's fine if you remember them. All my explanation, that's great. But if you can't remember them, that's also okay. Just make the adjectival and the comparative adjectival sentences for now. That's all you need to think about, okay? You can learn more you can learn more about vocabs later. You can pause the podcast if you need more time, but I'll give you 20 seconds. Heads up by repeating the sets of words here. Okay? Okay, so the 20 seconds starts now. Again, the sets of words are, number one, the adjective is lingao. The topic is piesta, followed by the object or comparative noun salida. The second set is the adjective anyag, followed by the subject indai, followed by the object noun linda. And then the third set is the adjective lami. The topic is bibingka, followed by the object noun or the comparative noun pandisal. Okay, did you get it? I'll give you a little more time, don't worry. If you need more time, well, you can pause the podcast if you need more time, but anyway. All right, I'm going to say the answers now, okay? Are you ready? All right, here we go. Right, so for the adjectival sentence on the first set of words is, again, the adjective is lingao, the subject is piesta, the object is salida. So the adjectival sentence is lingao... What's the top? What's the marker? Ang. Right. So you need to have a topic marker, but because this is not a person, this is a thing. Piesta is an event, so it's a thing. So we need to use the topic marker, ang, and then followed by the word piesta. Lingao ang piesta. So that's your adjectival sentence. What about the comparative sentence? The comparative sentence is, what do we do with lingao? We add 
mas, right? So we add the word mas, so it becomes mas lingaw, right? The same topic, ang piesta. So mas lingaw ang piesta. So that's a comparative sentence. And then we need to add the comparative uh, noun. So how do we do that? We add the word kaisa. We need to add the adverbial kaisa and then the object noun, right? So the object marker for that, because it's a thing, not a person, we use the top, the object marker, sa. We use sa, right? And then the, the noun itself, the proper noun itself, or the, which here it's a common noun. So yeah, the common noun salida. Salida, which is a program. So the comparative sentence is Mas lingaw ang piesta kaisa sa salida. Again, the adjectival sentence is lingaw ang piesta. That's the adjectival sentence, which means that the fiesta is fun. And the comparative sentence is Mas lingaw ang piesta kaisa sa salida, which means the fiesta is a lot more fun than the movie or the program. Got it? Okay, good. Let's go to this set number two. So the word, the words are anyag, indai, and linda, right? So anyag is the object, adjective, subject is indai, and then the object or the comparative noun is linda. So how do we turn it into an adjectival sentence? We say, start with an adjective, anyag, followed by the topic of the sentence or the subject of the sentence, which is indai. So anyag, because indai is a person, we use a topic marker, C, right. Anyag C, and then the, the proper noun, indai. Anyag C, indai. Got it? Okay, good. Sorry about the dogs in the background. They're very noisy because I live in a neighborhood with a lot of dogs, and they're like probably seeing a new person passing by, so that's why there's a lot of barking in the background. Sorry about dog. And there's also a lot of chickens around because... When you live in the Philippines, you can't avoid chickens. So there's a lot of chickens everywhere. Everybody loves to raise chickens. So that's why all that's explain that explain that that explains all the noises in the background, the dogs and the, and the chickens. So sorry about that. Anyway, right. So anyag si indai, that's the adjectival sentence. So this time we're going to do the comparative sentence. So from anyag, it becomes, if you turn it into a comparative form, it becomes mas anyag, mas anyag. So mas anyag followed by the topic si indai. And then the comparative adjectival um, or adverbial phrase, right? Or the comparative noun. Kaisa, right? You need the adverbial kaisa followed by the object marker for proper nouns for people, which is either ni or kai, right? So you, you either use ni or kai. So you can say kaisa ni and then the, the noun linda 
Kaisa ni Linda. Or you can even say, Kaisa kai Linda. So it depends on where you're from. If you're from, it's actually dialectal to use either ni or kai. So it depends on where you're from or which dialect of Cebuano you'd like to use. You either use ni or kai in this case, okay? But both are acceptable. Both are fine. So mas anyag si inday kaisa ni or kaisa kai linda. That's the comparative sentence. Again, the adjective is, the adjectival sentence is, Anyag si Inday and the comparative sentence is Mas anyag si Inday kaisa ni Linda or kaisa kai Linda. Lastly, last set of words, um, lami, bibingka, and pandisal, right? So the adjective is lami, the topic is bibingka, and the object noun is pandisal, which is a type of bread. Pandisal is a type of bread, um, it's a fluffy bread, a fluffy bun actually. It's a fluffy bun covered with breadcrumbs. So it's it's very tasty. We, we kind of enjoy pandisal when we're during breakfast. Yeah, we kind of love, we love pandisal during breakfast because it's, 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 um, I don't know. It's just very tasty in the morning for some reason. You can eat it in the afternoon. You can eat it, eat it in the evening as well, pandisal. That's fine, but... It's not as great when you're having it in the morning, you know, it's it's just perfect to have it in the mor morning, so, especially when you're like, normally what, what we do with pandisal is that we kind of dip it in, in our drink, like coffee or tea or hot cocoa, which is tablilla, so you kind of dip it, what we do is that we dip it and then we eat it. That's how we eat pandisal normally. Some people would put cheese in it. Whatever. They, they do whatever they want. They put, like, turn it into a sandwich or whatever. That's why if you are in the Philippines, if you're going to have a breakfast meal in in McDonald's, you're going to have, like, a, a pandisal bun instead of a bread bun. Like an ordinary bread bun. No, we use pandisal for our buns. Um, especially if you're going to have a breakfast meal in McDonald's or even in Jollibee as well. Whatever. I know, I'm not sure if you've tried Jollibee, but Jollibee is great. Much better than McDonald's for me. But for spaghetti, I like the... Anyway, I'm digressing again. <laughs> I'm talking about food now. Anyway, uh, right. So the, the topics are... are the, the words are lame. Bibingka and pandisal. Okay, so how do we turn it into an adjectival sentence? Right. So let's start with an adjective, which is lami, followed by the topic. What is the topic? The topic is a thing, right? Because bibingka is a type of rice cake, so it's a thing. So bibingka, so we, what, what top marker do we use for that topic marker? We use the topic marker ang. So lami, ang, bibingka. Lami ang bibingka. So that's that's your adjectival sentence. Now we're gonna do the comparative sentence, which is um, what do we do with lami? We turn it into a comparative form, right? We add mas. So mas lami. Mas lami. And then the topic ang bibingka followed by the comparative uh, adverbial. 
Kaisa, right? Kaisa followed by the noun phrase. What is the topic that we need to use for object again? Sa. Kaisa sa pandesal. Because we use the topic marker or the, the object marker sa because pandesal is not a person. It's a thing. So we use a topic or, or an object marker sa instead. And we, we use sa because it's a dative kind of noun. There are different noun cases. You need to watch out for that as well. I'll teach you the dative or the noun cases that you need to remember later on on the podcast. But right now, just remember that when you're using kaisa, you need to use either ni, kai, or sa. You have to watch out for that. Ni, kai, or sa, depending on the type of noun you have, okay? In this case, panisal is a thing, so we use the object marker sa. Right. So I mentioned earlier that you need to you need to learn the noun cases because it's very important that you know the noun cases in Cebuano because it will determine the kind of particle you need to pair your noun with. It's very important depending on the noun case whether it's a nominative, it's an object noun or is it a, a dative noun? It depends on the type of noun case you have, the kind of uh, markers that you're going to use for your noun or your noun phrase, okay? All right, so again, the adjective, the adjectival sentence for the third set is lami. Ang bibingka, and then the comparative sentence is mas lami ang bibingka kaisa sa pandesal. All right, so here are the, the three comparative sentences: mas lingaw ang piesta kaisa sa salida. That's number one. Number two, mas anyag si inday kaisa kay linda. Number three, mas lami ang bibingka kaisa sa pandesal. Got it? Did you get it right? Did you get everything correct? Hopefully you did. Right? Because, you know, you're going to need to practice on making your own sentences. If you want me to correct your sentences, like if you, if you, if you, you can write anything. You can write it on, like, you know, when you have a free time, if you have a free time, write Cebuano sentences, send me a DM, and then I'll correct it for you. If, if I'll check it for you to see if it's it's correct or not, okay? And I'll give you the corrections as well if you need it. Send me a DM on Patreon or on Buy Me A Coffee. You can also send me a message there. The, the link is on the description box. Check it out, you guys. If you need help with your Cebuano sentences, please send me a DM. I'll help you. Whenever I read it, I'm going to help you with it, okay? If you need something translated, I can. you can also ask me. Send me a DM. I'm fine with that. But I'm going to do it on my free time, okay? Because I'm a very busy man. But when, when I read it, I'm going to give you a response, okay? Don't worry. I'll help you out. All right. So how many how many did you get right? 
Did you correct? Did you get all the three sentences right? Hopefully. Try to practice more on your own, okay? Just pick an adjective and choose two nouns to compare it with, okay? If you need a list of adjectives and nouns that you want to use or that you can use, you can go to different uh, Facebook groups. There are actually Cebuano learning Facebook groups that you can find online or on Facebook. Or you can even check bisaya.com. There is a dictionary there. Although the dictionary entries are not very accurate, they're very, you know, it's very specific to Cebuano dialect, but it, it still it still works. Uh, but they're not exactly 100% accurate. So there are some words that are very different from what I know. So. You know, I, I use that for my student as a reference, but sometimes when you make sentences, I have to correct them because there are some words there that are very dialectal, like it's very specific to Cebu dialect. So anyway, so how about the superlative form? So this time we're going to do the superlative form. Okay. So we finished the comparative form. Hopefully you got all that, but this time we're going to do the superlative form. Okay. So the superlative adjective form is easy as well. It's very easy. You still use the structure of the adjectival sentence, but instead of using an ordinary adjective, you need to transform the adjective into a superlative form. So the adjective on the comparative form can be turned into a comparative form. So in superlative form, you have to transform or you, you need to um, conjugate the adjective into a superlative form as well okay and since there is nothing to compare with anymore you don't need to add the adverbial phrase kaisa okay so in in a superlative form kaisa is not important it's not necessary you don't need it in the comparative form kaisa is kind of important depends on the if you are comparing it to something or someone. So, Kaisa is only used when you're comparing. Okay? Alright. So, there are two ways for you to turn an adjective into a superlative form. One is by simply adding the morpheme pinaka into the adjective. Pinaka. P-I-N-A-K-A. Pinaka. Get it? You get it? For example, Pinaka nindot or Pinaka guapo or Pinaka buutan. Right? So Pinaka plus the adjective Pinaka nindot. That's the superlative form of nindot. Pinaka nindot. And then the superlative form of guapo is pinakaguapo. And then the superlative form of buutan is pinakabuutan. Okay? That's one way to turn an adjective into a superlative form. Okay? The other way for you to turn an adjective into a superlative form is number two. You need to 
add a prefix morpheme kina into the adjective. What is a prefix? It means that it's in the beginning of a word of the adjective, you need to add kina, okay, into the adjective. And you need to insert as well the suffix an or han at the end of the adjective. So, so there is an extension in the beginning and at the end of the adjective. So this is the second way of turning an adjective into uh, an, a superlative form. So kina at the end, at the start of the of the adjective, and then an at the end of the adjective. Okay. For example, from guapo, it becomes ad kina. So kina guapo, and then ad an or han at the end of the adjective. So han. So kina guapuhan. We don't say kina guapu an. We say kina guapuhan. When do we use an or han? Well, it depends. If the adjective ends with an with a consonant, you use an. But if an adjective ends with a vowel, then you use han. That's normally the case, but it's not always norm that's but that's normally the case. Even if this, even if the word or the adjective ends with a consonant, if the consonant sounds like a vowel, like the 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 consonant W or Y, Y and W sometimes sound like a vowel in Binisaya. So sometimes instead of saying of using an, we use han instead. So it depends, but some, but there are also instances where we use an, so you just need to remember the words, okay? Right, so guapo becomes kina, kina guapuhan. That's a superlative form of guapo. So aside sa pinakaguapo, it becomes kina guapuhan. Another example is nindot, right? So from nindot, you add kina in the beginning of the adjective and and what and an because it ends with t nindot it ends with t nindot ends with t so it ends with a consonant so you we add an at the end of the adjective so from nindot it becomes kina nindotan kina nindotan got it from nindot with a T, with a with a T stop, dental stop, or or how should I say that? I don't I forgot a term. Yeah, but from the because the word the adjective ends with a T, you use to you add the suffix an instead. So ki from nindot it becomes kina nindutan to turn it into a superlative form. Okay, so basically all you need to choose between is between adding, all you need to choose is between adding kina or pinaka into the adjective, okay? That's all you need to choose from. But what's the difference between kina and pinaka form? There's actually no difference in usage and meaning, except 
accept that the origin of pinaka is Tagalog. It's actually borrowed from Tagalog language. So if you're going to use pinaka, you're also using Tagalog as well. So you're also learning Tagalog. And the prefix kina is native to Cebuano. So the, the original superlative form is kina in Cebuano. But because Cebuano is like a mixture of languages, so sometimes we also use pinaka. It's very understandable when you're using pinaka. It's understandable. The reason why we I'm introducing this to you is because you need to learn both. Because we use both interchangeably. Yeah, so you might get confused because if I only teach you pinaka, you might get confused when somebody use kina instead. Right? So if, if I'm using, if I'm going to teach you only kina, the kina form, then you will get confused when somebody uses the, um, the pinaka form. So that's why I have, to, I have to introduce you both the pinaka and the kina form as the superlative adjective form. Okay? Again, there is no difference between the two. It's just that the origin of Pinaka is Tagalog and the origin of Kina is native to Cebuano. But both are used the same way. Exactly the same way. Okay, the only difference is that the prefixes and the, uh, or the affixes on the adjective. Alright, so let's try to conjugate some adjectival sentences using both Pinaka and Kina, shall we? Let's use the examples we had earlier so you can see the difference. Okay, so from lingao ang piesta, this is the adjectival sentence, right? Lingao ang piesta from our comparative examples. Right, so lingao ang piesta. How would you turn it into a into a pinaka um, superlative form? So lingao ang piesta. So the only thing you need to do is change the adjective into a superlative form. So if you want to use pinaka, just add pinaka to the adjective. So pinaka lingaw ang piesta. Right? So pinaka lingaw ang piesta. What if you want to use kina? You can also do that. Just change the adjective into a superlative form. Remember, you add kina at the beginning of the adjective and an or han at the end of the adjective. Okay? So, lingao turns into kina lingawan. Kina lingawan. So, kina lingawan ang piesta. So, that's the other superlative form. So, the two superlative forms for lingao ang piesta is pinakalingao ang piesta and pi or kina lingawan ang piesta. Alright, so what about the next one? Anyag si Inday. So this is the second example. Anyag si Inday. So how do you turn that into a superlative form? Right? Add pinaka or kina, right? So if you're going to use pinaka, pinaka anyag si Inday. So Inday is the most beautiful. Ki pinaka anyag si so what if you want to use kina? So you say kina anyag because it ends with a G. So you need to add the suffix an. So kina anya gan si inday. Kina anya gan si inday. 
right? So from anyag si Inday, it becomes pinakaanyag si Inday or kinaanyagan si Inday. So those are the superlative forms. Okay, lastly, number three, we have lami ang bibingka, right? So this is the adjectival sentence. Lami ang bibingka. So how do we turn it into a pinaka, a superlative form? We just add pinaka, right? So pinaka lami ang bibingka. Pinaka lami ang bibingka. So bibingka is the tastiest or the most delicious. Pinaka lami ang bibingka. Now, you have to be careful with that because bibingka is also a euphemism for, for a JJ. So you have to watch out for that as well because it might be used for naughty things as well. <laughs> so, so bibingka is also is a euphemism for a JJ. I hate to turn this into an R18 kind of topic, but you know, something that you need to watch out for because, you know, for very naughty people, we'd like to make euphemisms a lot. Anyway, <clears throat> so what about kina? So if you want to turn lami amibinka into kina form, superlative form, kina, you turn it into from lami, it becomes kina la mi an. Kina lami an. We don't say kina lamihan, kina lami an. I know it ends with a vowel, but we use an instead of han. So, kinalami an. Why? Because the vowel mi has a glottal catch. Yeah, that's exactly the reason why we use an instead of han. Because the mi here from lami has a glottal catch at the end. So, it, ha it has a glottal stop. So that's why we we add the uh, um, we add the suffix an instead of han. If there is no glottal stop there, then we use han. But because the word ends with a vowel, but has a glottal catch at the end, we use an instead. That's general rule. So kinalami an ang bibingka, right? So from lami ang bibingka, it becomes pinakalami ang bibingka or kinalamian ang bibingka. You see how it works now? Do you think you can make your own superlative adjectival sentences? Yeah? Do you want to give it a try? Okay. Alright. So let's give it a try then. So here are some adjectives and nouns you can use to make superlative adjectival sentences. Okay? So I have here another three sets of words that you can use. Okay, so the adjective for the first set is mahal. Mahal means expensive. M-A-H-M-A-H-A-L. Mahal. It means expensive or pricey. In Tagalog, it also means pricey and expensive, but it could also means to love as well. So. But in Bisaya, mahal is only expensive. It only means expensive or pricey. Okay, so the adjective for the first set is mahal. And then the topic is gasolina. Gasolina. G-A-S-O-L-I-N-A. 
N-A, gasolina. What does gasolina means? If you know Spanish, then you would know what this means. Gasolina means gasoline. Gasoline. It's very timely because the gasoline is very pricey right now in here. It's, it's really, really high, like all-time high because of this stupid war happening right now in Ukraine. Anyway, I'm not... This is not apolitical. I'm not going to be political here. This is not a political podcast. I'm not going to make it into something political. But yeah, anyway. So mahal, mahal, and then the topic. Gasolina, right? The second set is, the adjective is, tangkad. Tangkad. How do you spell that? That's T-A-N-G-K-A-D. Tangkad. Tangkad means... Tall. Tangkad is tall and it only refers to a person's height. Nothing more. Can only refer to um uh it only refers to uh the height of a person, tangkad. When you're talking about other things like buildings, the height of buildings, the height of anything else aside from a person, we use taas instead of tangkad. If you're talking about the height of a person, use tangkad instead, okay? So the adjective is tangkad. The topic is Jonathan. The topic is Jonathan. I'm not going to use a Cebuano name here. I'm going to use an English name, Jonathan. To pronounce that in Bisaya, we say Jonathan. Instead of Jonathan, the TH, instead of a TH sound, we use a T sound, Jonathan. Got it? That's the second set, Tangkad and Jonathan. The third set is, the adjective is, Lalum. Lalum. How do you spell that? That's L-A-L-U-M. Lalum. Lalum. Right. That means deep. It's very deep. Yeah. Lalum is deep. And then the topic is, Dagat Pacifico. Dagat Pacifico. So there, those are two words. Word, first word is dagat, which is D-A-G-A-T, which means the ocean or the sea, dagat. And then pacifico, P-A-S-I-P-I-K-O, pacifico. What does pacifico means? Pacifico is Pacific. So when you say dagat pacifico, is Pacific Ocean. So that's the topic, the Pacific Ocean, dagat pacifico. Right, again... So the word, the sets are, number one, mahal, and then gasolina. Number two, tangkad and jonathan. And number three is lalom and dagat pacifico. So those are the words that you need to turn into adjectival and superlative adjectival sentences, okay? Same thing that we did earlier, except that we're going to transform it first in adjective Adjectival followed by a superlative adjectival sentence, okay? You can pause the podcast if you want to take your time, but if you just want to hear the answer, well, here it is. Again, pause the podcast if you want time to try to answer it yourself, okay? Okay, I'm going to give you the answer now, all right? Because I have, I think I've, this is, this episode is a little too long already, so, right. So for number one, the adjective is mahal, and then the topic is gasolina, right? 
So the adjectival sentence is what? Mahal and then followed by the topic marker ang and gasolina. So mahal ang gasolina. That's your adjectival sentence. Okay. So the superlative sentence is what? The superlative sentence is either you add you use pinaka or kina, right? So if you're going to use pinaka, so it becomes pinaka mahal ang gasolina. Pinaka mahal ang gasolina. If you want to use kina, then you need to turn mahal into a kina superlative form, right? So kina mahalan. Kina mahalan ang gasolina. Yes, kina mahalan ang gasolina. So the gasoline is the most expensive. Okay? Got it? Again, the adjective, the adjectival sentence is mahal ang gasolina. The superlative forms are pinakamahal ang gasolina or kinamahalan ang gasolina. Got it? Okay, cool. Next. Next set. The adjective is tangkad followed by the topic Jonathan. Jonathan. So because we're Bisaya, we say Jonathan instead of Jonathan. We don't say sun, we say tan, Jonathan. Okay, so the adjectival sentence is tangkad, and then the topic marker is C. Right, the topic marker is C because Jonathan is a person. So we need a topic marker for people. So topic marker for people is C, or people's name is C. So, pinakatangkad, or sorry, tangkad si Jonathan. Tangkad si Jonathan. That's the adjectival sentence. Superlative form is, if you want to use pinaka, you say, pinakatangkad si Jonathan. Pinakatangkad si Jonathan. Notice the stress on pinaka. Pinaka. That's how you pronounce it. Pinakatangkad si Jonathan. So, it's, P is a long vowel. If you want to use kina, you say kina tangkaran. Kina tangkaran si Jonathan. We don't say kina tangkadan si Jonathan. We say kina tangkaran si Jonathan. In this case, the D becomes a rotic R. Why? Because the rotic R or the thrilled R is very easy to pronounce than the D sound because a D sound is a stop while a erotic R is not. It's, it rolls better on the tongue. Right? The erotic R rolls better on the tongue when it's in the middle of a sentence or a middle of a word than the, the letter D. So that's why we use the erotic R instead of the plosive stop D. The D sound. We don't use that in the middle of the words. Unless the word is really like meant like that, but if in a transform transform transformative um, structure, if you have to transform a word, if you have to conjugate a word and it ends with a D, you turn the D into R. That's the rule. We up 
to use erotic R instead of the D since we added the suffix an because of the conjugation pattern, which adds more syllable to the original word, right? Because we needed to add the, word, the suffix an, it extends the number of syllables uh, within the word. So since kinatangkadan has a stop consonant in the middle of the word, we instead use the rhotic R to make it roll better in the tongue. That's the rule when a word in Cebuano ends with a D sounds, but you need to connect a vowel next to it, it becomes a rhotic R instead. Got it? So you have to change the D when you with an R if you are going to add another set of vowel that, that starts with a consonant. Okay? That's why we never say uh, kinatangkadan. We never say that. We say kinatangkaran. And remember, R in Cebuano is always rotic. Rotic. It, it, you need to roll it exactly like Spanish. Not the rotic R of Scottish English. No, not, not that kind of rotic R because that really has a lot of... It's a different kind of rotic R compared to Spanish. We follow the Spanish rotic R. Anyway, yeah, so... Right, so the adjectival sentence is tangkad si Jonathan, and then the superlative forms are kinatangkada, kinatangkaran si Jonathan, or pinakatangkad si Jonathan. Okay? Lastly, lalum and dagat pasipiko, right? So the adjective sen adjectival sentence is lalum ang dagat pasipiko. Lalum ang dagat pasipiko. We use the the topic marker ang because dagat pasipiko is a thing, not a person. Again, superlative form is you add, you either use pinaka or kina form. So for if you want to use pinaka, you just add the pinaka into the adjective, pinakalalum ang dagat pasipiko. If you want to use the kina, you say, you turn the lalum into kinalaluman. Kinalaluman ang dagat pasipiko. But, kinalaluman is a mouthful kind of word. It's, it's a very long word. So, as a Cebuano speaker, we tend to cut words to make it shorter, to make it easier to pronounce. So, instead of saying kinalaluman, we still say that if you want to be, if you want to say that, that's fine, but you need to watch out for these contractions. We, the Cebuano speakers are very fond of contracting words and to make it easier to pronounce. So instead of saying kinalaluman, some people would say kinalauman, kinalauman, ang dagat pasipiko. So that lalu, the lu turns into a W. So kinalauman instead of kinalaluman. You can use kinalaluman, but most people would say kinalauman because it's a lot easier to pronounce because you're losing one syllable already. Okay. Again, 
The adjectival sentence is lalum ang dagat pasipiko. The superlative forms are pinakalalum ang dagat pasipiko or kinalaluman or kinalauman ang dagat pasipiko. Get it? Okay, good. Now, what if you want to have a reference for the superlative adjective? Right? Because in, in superlative adjective in English, you normally have a reference. What am I talking about? Sometimes when you say something is the most blah, 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 we often add a reference for it. That's why we say, she's the most beautiful girl in the world. So that's your reference, in the world. That's the reference word. So among the people in the world, she is the most beautiful. And we often do this to give context, right? You can do the same thing in Binisaya. You can add a reference in your superlative sentence. How do we do that? At the end of your superlative sentence, just add the dative or directional particle sa and then the noun reference. Okay? Exactly the same as what we did in in comparative form, except that we didn't use the word kaisa. We just use the word sa. Or you just use the particle sign in the noun phrase. Okay? I'll give you an example. So let's say you want to say Leia's the most beautiful of all. Leia is the most beautiful of all. That's your intended sentence. Okay? So your reference for the superlative phrase is of all. Which means among all the girls around, Leia is the most beautiful. Okay? So, to translate that into Bisaya or Binisaya, beautiful is what? You still remember? Beautiful for women, we either use guapa, G-W-A-P-A or G-U-A-P-A, depends on how you want to spell it, whatever. Or you can even use the word anyag something that we used earlier, right? So, guapa or anyag. Let's say, um, let's say you want to use anyag, okay? But remember, both guapa and anyag are gendered adjectives, so you only use them to women, okay? Remember that always. So, let's say you want to use anyag instead. And then our topic is Leia, right? And our reference is of all, right? In this case, I'm going to use kina superlative conjugation, okay? I'm not going to use pinaka because pinaka is so easy. You just add pinaka and then anyag, so pinaka anyag. That's too easy for you. So I'm going to use kina instead. So anyag becomes kina anyagan. Kina anyagan, okay? So that's a superlative word form it's a superlative form of anya, kina anya gan. And then what's next? Kina anya gan si leya. Right, si leya, because leya is the topic and leya is a person. So we use the topic marker si. So kina anya gan si leya. So that's our superlative sentence. What's next is the reference. Remember? For your reference, you just need to have the 
dative particle sa 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 particle sa so what is all in cebuano it's tanan so all in cebuano is tanan so you just need to add sa and then tanan right sa tanan in your superlative sentence so making it Kinaanyagan si Leia satanan. Which means Leia is the most beautiful of all. Kinaanyagan si Leia satanan. Again, tanan is T-A-N-A-N, which means all, everything, all. Tanan. So sa is a particle. So they're, they're separate. So sa and then the word tanan. Got it? Okay, good. Now you have to watch out. Remember, particle sa is not is not a preposition. It never is a preposition. It's it's a marker. It's a particle. That's why it's called a particle, because it's not a preposition. It's not equivalent of in English. It's not equivalent to of in English as of all. No, it's not. Sa doesn't have any meaning at all in English because it's a marker. Okay, remember that. Always remember that it's a dative marker. Particle sa is a is a dative marker for specific things. Okay. Okay, so that was easy, right? Super easy. You just need to have plenty of vocabularies to make your own sentences. Something you need to do by yourself. All right. Well, I do hope you learned a lot in this episode of our podcast. Don't stop practicing on your own, okay? You need to practice every day to make sure it sticks to you, all right? And please, please, please try to support my podcast so I can continuously make episodes for you. I would like to take this opportunity to, to thank Donna May for your donation, for your $2 donation. And I would most specially want to say thanks to my patron, Havard Fossing. Right now, Havard, you're the only person, you're the only reason I'm doing my best to upload at least once, one episode a month. I'm really busy lately, but because I have a patron, I try to really give time to make new episodes. It's my way of saying thank you for support for the support and I would appreciate it a lot if more people become my patron as well it would mean that I could spend more time making episodes for you guys I know I know it's been really tough lately because of the oil price hike due to the Ukraine-Russian war and also because of the pandemic that really devastated a lot of businesses so if you prefer to make donations instead, it would really help a lot. Okay. Again, thank you very much for listening. Um, so, yeah. And that is it for our episode for today. Thank you very much for tuning in in our podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to get the latest updates of our podcast. Salamat sa pagpaminaw. Ong kita tapuhon. Hamping pirmi. Bye-bye.